guys, I want to thank you for tuning in again today for one of our weekly devotionals. And I'm going to continue a little bit about what I was talking about last time, you know, on discovering your call. So this will be discovering your call part two. And, you know, I've been praying and kind of meditating on this and thinking about, you know, some things that I believe are very important for every person to know and to understand when it comes to discovering the call that God has for their life, walking in it and fulfilling it, you know, um, because we, we understand that the Bible says that many are called, but few are chosen. You know, talking about how God has a call for every single person, but not everybody can, can come and walk into the fullness of what they've been called into because, you know, things they're doing on their own, you know, their own part and their own behalf. Not because it's not God's will, but a lot of times because either people don't submit to the word of God, don't understand how to pursue God, don't know how to discover their calling. And because of that, they kind of get stuck out in limbo or, you know, like a dog chasing their tail, going over the same issues, the same issues, the same issues without ever growing or accomplishing the fullness that God has for them. So I'm going to kind of hit on this, you know, on the second part of discovering your call. And, you know, where do you start? Like, okay, let's say you are saved. Let's say you have a relationship with Jesus, you know, because I know that was the last one we talked about was really pursuing God with all you have. So let's say you just start doing that and you're working on that. And you're like, okay, well, what do I do in the meantime? Like, as I'm pursuing God before I get like clear, definite direction, what do I need to do? You know, the first step is very easy. Get involved. Get involved with your local church, wherever God has planted you. You know, if he puts you out of church, get involved there. You know, start serving somewhere in the ministry, wherever it's at. It doesn't matter, you know, because it's very, very important. You know, there's many people who start going to church, but all they do is they just come in, sit on there on Sunday morning, and then they just go out and do whatever they want to do with the rest of their lives. You know, that's the extent of what they do, you know. But God has more for us than that. He has more for you than to just come in and sit in a pew on a Sunday morning and then just go out and do whatever. As you have a call, you have a purpose. There's more for you than just sitting in a seat. You know, God wants to develop you. God wants to grow you. God wants to see you walking in the fullness of his victory, the fullness of his power and the fullness of his call that he has for you. And a good way to start is just getting involved. You know, you can go through the Bible and you can see a lot of people that Jesus called were already working. You know, the disciples were out fishing. You had David who was out what, tending the sheep. He was working. Elijah, when Elijah, when, when Elijah, when Elijah came and called Elijah, Elijah was out tilling the field. He was working. So what do you have to do? You've got to work. If you're not working for the kingdom of God, if you're not actively pursuing God, not just spending time in prayer and spending time in worship, but actively working for his kingdom, then you're, got, you're not going to be able to fully discover the call God has for your life because you're not even taking the steps to begin. So the first place to start is by getting involved in your local church, by doing something, you know, whether it's singing in the choir, whether it's serving greeting, whether it's helping in the children's ministry, whatever it is, start somewhere, you know. And it's very important. And as you begin to serve in ministry, as you begin to serve in your local church, you'll begin to find things that you like. You'll begin to find things that you don't like. You'll begin to say, oh, you know what? I, I really enjoy doing this. This is really great. I like going and doing this, you know, for church. Maybe I can find a way to develop this more for God, you know, or you could work in a certain area of ministry and say, hey, you know, I'm not a big fan of working in this area. Okay, well then find somewhere else. Don't just say, oh, I'm not good at this one thing. So I guess I can't do anything in the local body. 
don't don't have that mindset. Or if you're working in a specific department in a church and, you know, the people you're working with just don't you just don't mix well or, you know, you might not have the right talents to be able to do it. Like, you know, not everybody can sing, you know, and that's okay if you can't sing in the choir. That doesn't mean, you know, God still doesn't have a call for you or still can't use you. It just means you've got to find what it is. And the best way to do that is to get involved in other areas of the church. Maybe I'll help in the media department. You know, maybe I'll go and help with youth ministry. Maybe I'll go and help with outreach and evangelism, you know, but try different things and see what you enjoy. See where your passion is. Say, hey, I can do this. This is fun. I enjoy this, you know, because that's what's supposed to be. Serving God is supposed to be fun. It fulfills you because it's what you were made to do, you know. So it helps. And not only that, but helping serve in a church ministry helps develop your character. You know, it helps develop you. So you're able to handle different situations. You know what to do if conflict arises. So you yourself can grow as well. Because we know the Bible says that iron sharpens iron. You know, so we as a body of Christ sharpen each other. You know, all our different edges, all the different things that we had to deal with when we go into serving, dealing with people, serving people, you know, helping the church, helping the church grow. All of these things develop your personal character and in developing your character, it will enable you and allow you to accomplish the call God has for your life. And the next thing we can do if you're just starting off, and you're like, I'm not 100 percent sure yet, like exactly what I'm called to do. You know, there's one thing that every believer is called to do, and that is be a witness. You know, Mark 16, 15, it says, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So every believer, every person who follows after Christ, every person who believes in Jesus is called to be a witness. You are called and you are told to tell other people about Christ. You know, and there's many ways you can reach people just by going to workplaces. You know, somebody comes to you and says, hey, man, I have this issue going on. Things are really hard right now. You know, just stop and say, hey, is it okay if I pray with you? You know, and pray with them right then and there about whatever it is that's troubling them, you know, or telling your testimony to people about what God's done for you or about how good he is for you, inviting people to church. All of these things are a way that you can help be a witness, that you can help grow the kingdom of God. You know, so look for opportunities to be a witness. And if you're not sure, like, hey, I've never even led anyone to Christ. Like, if that's something you want to do, please reach out to Caleb and I, you know, call the office, email the email, the ministry or whatever, because we we do one on one street evangelism. Like we'll train you on how to do that. We'll train you on how to pray with people. We'll train you on how to lead other people into the Lord's prayer. Like if that's something you want to do, like, hey, I want to go out one day and try try to do soul winning. Like I want to walk around my neighborhood or I want to go here to downtown or wherever. Please reach out to us and let us know because we will try to make that possible where we'll go out. We'll teach you how to do it. You know, we'll go support you because that's a you know, that's really cool. And that's a really big deal. Some people are like scared or don't even know where to start. So if that's you, please reach out to us because we will help you, you know, because we're all called to be a witness. The next thing we've got to learn and understand that if we want to accomplish the call in our life, you know, we've got to learn to submit to the authorities in our life. Um, Hebrews 17:11 says, "Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they watch over your souls as those who must give an account. Let them do this with joy and not complaining, for that would not be profitable for you." So what's that telling us? It's telling us that we need to submit to our leaders. We need to submit to our pastors. So when they're trying to take care of us, when they're trying to instruct us, when they're trying to teach us the word of God, we make it a joy for them and not not a hassle. 
so that they can do it with joy and not complaining, you know, because it's not profitable for us. Why isn't it profitable for us if we buck and rebel against the authority? Because we'll never grow. We'll never develop that character and we'll never be able to walk in the fullness of the calling that God has for you if you're constantly rebelling against every authority in your life. You know, we've got to learn to listen and submit to those authorities. I know when we were in Bible school, there's an individual in my first year Bible class who, um, you know, he had a great call of God on his life and he was going to go out and do all these great things and had much vision, you know, for what he wanted to do. And I would go out with him on several occasions. You know, we'd go out soul winning and evangelizing together on the streets uh, on several different occasions. But what ended up happening was, you know, halfway through the first year, you know, he was calling all these other churches, you know, telling about how all these things that he's been doing at Bible school. And one of these churches offered him a position as a youth pastor. So this individual got super excited. He's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. And, you know, every when you first start Bible school, every leader, every instructor, everybody there tells you if you start, you need to release go through your first two years before you go out into ministry. You know, they encourage everybody to do three years, but if you don't even do the three years, they're like, you need to at least finish your first, first, first year, first two years before you go out and do anything. Well, you know, this guy didn't want to listen to the, the uh, leaders because he said, oh, well, I already know everything I need to know. You know, I've got this opportunity. God's opened these doors. I'm going to take them. Well, it wasn't too much longer that he ended up, you know, losing the position and the people at the church called, you know, the ministry there and were all upset and like, hey, what's going on? You know, like, why isn't this happening? You know, you know, this guy said he was from your school. This guy said he did such a great job. You know, he said that he was in your classes and, and all this kind of stuff. But then when, when they talked to the leaders, the leaders were like, look, he, he never even finished his first year. He dropped out. You know, he had, he didn't even pass his classes. He didn't have good grades. So it's like all these things. Why? Because this individual didn't submit to authority and because he couldn't submit to the full process and he wanted to try to make it happen on his own he missed out on what he was supposed to do so don't let that happen to you don't become you know sometimes people can can get an idea of what they're called to do at a young age or early age in life and that's awesome you know David in the Bible he was told at a young age what he was going to do you know the prophet came to him and, and anointed him and said, you're going to be the future king. You know, and then after that, he went so a couple years later, he went and slew Goliath. But it was many years later before he was even king of Israel. It didn't just happen. You know, the prophet didn't just go and say, OK, here you go. You're going to be king. And the next day he was king. It didn't happen that way. He had to go through a process. He had to submit to the process. He had to develop his character. And David had many times where he could have taken Saul out. He could have killed him and said, okay, I killed Saul. I'm the new king. But he didn't. He didn't take his calling into his own hands, but he left it up to God. See, that's sometimes what we need to do and we need to understand. Like, yes, there's a part where we need to play. Like, we need to actively pursue God. We need to be obedient to Him. But we can't step out in disobedience and try to make our call happen by ourselves. You know, when you're stepping out in disobedience to the authorities God placed in your life, when you're stepping out in disobedience to the instructions that He's given you through the Word, when you're stepping out in disobedience because you think this is what God has called me to do, so I'm going to do it. Well, me if, if what you're doing is outside the authority and the structure that you have been placed under, then you are in rebellion. You are going against the will of God. You're going against the will of the authorities in your life and you're going to inhibit and prohibit 
and stop the call that God has on your life because he can't bless that what is in rebellion because that's a sin. So if you're, you know, if you're somebody and you want to do something for God, that's great. Go after it. But make sure you do it in submission to the authorities. Make sure you do it in obedience to God. Make sure you say, okay, God, I'm going to follow your will and I'm going to go through the proper channels. I'm going to submit to the process and I'm going to go and do what I need to do so that I can accomplish what you have for me to do. Because if you try to do it your own way, if you try to do it because, you know, out of rebellion or you're trying to make it happen because of whatever means that you're like, well, I can, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. But you don't take time to say, okay, God, what do I really need to do? Okay, God, who am I placed under right now? Who, what church am I serving under right now? And what do I need to do? What process do I need to submit to in order to grow? Because if you're constantly in rebelling against authorities, if you're not able to take correction because of offense, or if you're saying, well, my leader's just holding me back, then you're not going to be able to grow and you're not going to be able to fulfill the full calling that God has for your life. So again, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast today. You know, I hope it blesses you guys. I hope it really gets you thinking and, you know, looking back on your decisions and saying, okay, where am I at? What do I need to do? What do I need to adjust so that I can walk in the fullness that God has for me? Again, thank you for listening and God bless.